Love music. Live sport. Just the Juniors with Bill Kilgower and John Redmond on Rock Sport Radio. The Choir Boys, John, 7 o'clock. I ain't got the time rang, have you know? The Choir Boys? That sounds like a good grin, <laughs> isn't it? Mm. I thought, was it Choir Boys? I was a jokey at one time. I didn't know jokies at all. I'm not going to say nothing about that. No, let's move on <laughs> to that one. We'll move on to that one. Good evening and welcome to Just the Juniors here on Rock Sport Radio, where we chat about junior football for, for a full hour. Yes, a full hour. With me, Bill Gower, and with him, John Redmond. And together we'll bring you all the latest gossip from the junior game and a lot more besides. If you're listening on your smartphone, then you can watch. Watch the show on Facebook, Twitter, Periscope and at Rocksport DAB. You can also get us on YouTube if you can catch us with there at Rocksport Radio Official. So there's no excuse, John, is there, for not watching or listening to the show? Not one excuse at all, Bill. Right, OK. We're going to talk about Wisha Juniors first tonight, John. Oh, right? right, so... And I want well, to... they won a game or something? <laughs> it's a wee bit more uh, serious than that, I oh, think. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, it's about their fire, uh, their, their dressing room. But I would like our guest to be involved in this as well. So would you like to introduce our guest? Of course I would. Our guest tonight, Bill, is... Uh, Newly recently appointed Clyde Bank Manager Gordon Moffat. Gordon, welcome to the show. And just before we go, one question I've got to ask you: Was it a big decision having to leave Rosvale to go to Clyde Bank? It was an easy decision. Uh, thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, no first of all, um, thank you. <laughs> no, I mean it, it wasn't an easy decision. It was, it was, it was difficult to leave Rosvale after after what we've done and what we've achieved over the last two years. Um, it was an easy decision, I suppose, in the sense that Clyde Banks got a big pull on me. Yeah. Um, I'm, you know, played there, had great times there. Probably my favourite time as a player. Um, so in that sense, they, they had a huge pull on me. Um, but it was difficult in, in the sense that um, leaving, you know, a club and a chairman and Don McAnally that I'd achieved a lot with and I'd built a, a strong relationship with. Yeah. So, uh, Gordon, did you? I know you were a player there for six years. Did you have when you started your junior uh, management career? Did you harbour a, a, a wee notion of being manager at Clyde Bank? I mean, I think, I think when I got into, when I first got into coaching, you know, when I first started taking some sessions at, at Rob Roy as a coach, and then sort of moved on, it it was in my mind, you know, if I could, if I could position myself to get a chance at a club like Clyde Bank, I'd be doing all right. Um, so. Aye, it was. It was, probably was an ambition to try and get to Clyde Bank. I didn't expect to get there quite as quick as I had. Oh, in two seasons, yeah, three seasons, something like that's good. John, let's talk about Wisha Juniors. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if you know it or not, but at the weekend and uh, a Saturday afternoon at two o'clock, the fire brigade were called to the park. They were away from home. They were playing East Bride that day, and seemingly the the fire was started, and the police think it was arson. So we're not sure what's happening. It's been pretty, pretty badly gutted from top to bottom, seemingly. Um, I know they've raised about three thousand pounds, but we'll talk about that in a right. minute. Uh-huh. Um, I was just wondering how do you, how does junior teams stop people from doing that? What goes through people's minds? That's a I can answer that, Bill, because it's happening so regularly. Now, I know down down my way in Ayrshire, it's happened at Maybole, it's happened at Cowan and Rangers. I know you're saying it's happened at Wishaw and broad daylight. That's a problem I've got to. Surely somebody see these clowns going about. Well, it seemingly it was somebody that was passing by, had seen the flames and contacted the fire brigade and but good luck they got there and it didn't devastate the building, didn't flatten the building or anything right. like that, it just it ruined the inside of it seemingly. And let's go back to Wednesday night, mm-hmm. uh, we talking football with Bill Young and Larry Graham. They were joined by Alec Young, committee member at Wishy Juniors, and uh, who had who said their clubhouse was burned down at the weekend. He says he was informed about the fire during which is away game on Saturday, and this is what he had to say. He's during the game, Wilson Patterson, one of the committee members, got a phone call and they said to us that the park was on fire. Wilson's son, Mark, was at a funeral and he was his way back to a funeral, so he was nearest to Wisher, so he went in and confirmed to us that the, the park was on fire. Um, it was a two story building that we were working on to build new dressing rooms. The fire brigade got there really quickly and all credit to them, they have saved the upper floor. It's only the ground floor that has been wiped out. So, it's only the ground floor that they said, but obviously there's a lot of smoke damage up the stairs, John. Um, And it'll take a lot of money to put it right. So, Gordon, you've never been involved in that, I don't think anyway, um, as a manager. How how would a manager cope with that? I mean, I know the game's off tomorrow because of it. So mm-hmm. how would you cope with that? It's it's a killer bill. It's just it's really um, like first of all an incident. It's just senseless. You know, it's just there's nothing to be achieved from it, and it really 
it, it probably it angers most people in football. I think yeah. every day, you know, whether you've got any connection to the club involved or not, you just look at it and go, what what is the point? Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of as a manager, it, it kills you. It kills your preparation. It kills you. are looking forward to a, to a big game and that gets put back. You're then thinking about, you know, weeks after that, you know, facilities for the coming weeks. It, it really puts you back for a while and mm-hmm. you've then got a knock-on effect of... Um, potentially affecting your actual playing budget, you know, because you know where does the money come from? It's yep. not like all yeah, these right. team, yep. teams are cash rich, mm-hmm. so it's just it has so many knock-on effects that these people are thinking about at the time when they're doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alec also uh, revealed another devastating blow to the club. It was not insured. It was we tried to get insurance for the loan, but we couldn't get it insured because it wasn't a completed building, um, oh and because it's a modular building, it was difficult to get insurance for it, and also because it was situated like inside a, a park that was only maybe a six foot fence came round about it, um, so we couldn't get insurance on it. We did try, but we couldn't get insurance on it, so there was no, there was no insurance. So no insurance, it means that they're right out of pocket with, with, the, with the facility. Yeah. Um, but of course, it, they had a, a GoFunding page started for them, and uh, so far they've raised over £3,000, which is great. Oh, you know. Yeah. And this is what Alec had to say regarding that. One of the first people to donate was uh, Robert Snodgrass, uh, who pledged £500 to it, which we're very grateful Um and also our main sponsor, Jerry Duffy, has um, donated quite handsomely as well. Um, we also had uh, Twitter, as the AS Roma, had um, made his team of the week. And they're telling us they're going to send us a signed Roma top. That just means that uh, the community is helping the guys out in, in every way they can. I mean, uh, Jerry Duffy is their, their, their short sponsor. Mm-hmm. He's going to match Robert Snodgrass's money, which is brilliant. And if uh, you know the local community has helped, yeah. the local businesses have put forward ideas for them as well. So, John, in the bottom end, what do clubs need to do? Regarding... What, break, break-ins. It's, it's always impossible for a club to stop that happening, Bill. Is it, they have to go down the road where they've got to get high-tech security. But clubs can't afford that. Clubs can't. I mean, he's talking about insurance. It's even difficult to get insurance and all that stuff. And, but what um, pleases me about junior football and the family and the junior is watch the junior clubs round and round about them because what happened to the May Bowl, all the junior clubs rallied round about as clubs are giving them strips and, and then the local businessmen. I know you're touching a couple of your sponsors on that, but mm-hmm. I'd be surprised if some of the local businessmen, the joiners, etc., and brickies and builders in about here don't come out of the woodwork and stuff. Oh, they've already come out and yeah, said that they'll do it go. for it, and they'll say they'll supply the material and get the, their apprentices oh, in fun. to do the job. That's great. You know, it's and that's what junior football and junior families all about. You don't mm. get that anywhere else but junior football. No. And it, but <laughs> it takes the disaster to bring us all together. It's shocking. Mm. Um, I, I was particularly dis- dis- devastated with the whole thing simply because I was one of the ones that instigated it to, to start with and then yep. everybody in the committee rallied round and, and planned everything to get it there in the first place and it cost it cost the club quite a lot of money to get it there anyway but to, to see it that happening and then but they're rallying round everybody else I, th- I think as John says you know it, it's um, it, it's good to see that you know our grade of football there's, there's some intense rivalries but when something like that does happen you know every day every day sticks together in it and it's really good and I think Obviously, the amount of money they've raised that probably shows like, the social media side is now how powerful that can be. Yeah. Because um, if that had been maybe 15, 20 years ago, I mean, maybe we never got that. So, oh, good point. Um, That's a get, great point. You get a bit of reach now with your, with your club, and you know some of the mm. clubs have got good numbers of followers. Mm. You know, mm. So that helps as well with things like that. You know, we all complain about Twitter now and again and, and social mm-hmm. media, mm-hmm. you know, and that kind of thing. Giving us a hard time and one thing or another. But when things like that happen, like Gordon says, it, it works. It's good, but as Gordon touched on, another good point to learn there, it's the damage it does money-wise coming yeah. to the club, because you're not getting any home games, you're not getting any fun coming to play, the manager's budget's going to suffer, the club's going to suffer, and it's, it's not a great club by years. Is. Oh, of course it has, um, and listen, we wish them all the very best, and we do. hope they get them all up and running. Um, uh, very soon, and um, and we'll, th- we'll keep you updated on the progress, guys. John, um, good evening. Anyway, <laughs> I seen he's won. To talk about now, yeah, I see he's won five nine at home last week again. How did they play? Was it an easy five nine or was it? It was one of the better performances for a few weeks, Bill. Yes, right, the boys okay. played well, and they seem to be in jail together now. They're starting to get together now. It's been that's eight or nine games, 
But only the full team out. And it was good to see Ross Perry come back off the bench on Saturday and he's making his competitive yeah, debut. Mm-hmm. So it was good to see boys like Perry come back. Uh, Phil Johnson, who coming from midweek from the, the senior game, coming off the bench as well, going to be run. So it's, it's starting to go go well. I see you're away to Villa Clyde tomorrow in the Macron Scottish Junior Cup. Yeah. Uh, is it winnable, John? <laughs> we'll take a replay <laughs> anyway. <laughs> a penalty shootout. I'm only, Mark, I'm only kidding if you're there, right? <laughs> we, we Mark will be laughing oh, at that, oh, that's for sure. We, Mark's, we Mark and John, if you recall when they were in here that night, Bill, they're sitting beside me and Aye. they started, you know, and every time you mentioned that, well, that's Scottish Cup favourites. Yeah, so, and then we drew them, so. And just for his information, we're set, well, actually second favourites. Oh, so. your second favourites, I could switch beaties. <laughs> <laughs> no, Talbot's favourite, but the bookmaker have got Darwell's second favourites when the Scottish Junior Cup. Is that what they've got you? Is Ludicrous. Ludicrous. To, to be honest with you, John, it could be a potential banana skin for the Darwell Galacticos. Oh, yes, eh? <laughs> Galacticos, oh, yeah, that one. Yeah. I, th- I think the thing that, you know, <laughs> you guys, John, and, you know, I would say that, Bill, that, you know, Mick Kenny's built, built a great squad. Yeah, you could see, you see the. Yep. Um, the pedigree of some of the players that are coming in there and you know you could see that over the summer and you know it was always you know, John's talking about there them, them starting to click that was always going to be the case you know once once you get those midweek games out the way and you start to get some training sessions with a new team like that and the quality they've got it was always going to be the case and you know I, I feel like I expect them to go on and win the title and, and go close in the Cups probably oh, win the title that doesn't give shots very much chance does it <laughs> <laughs> you were saying you were thinking one of the shots would be up there as I well. know I do like, like I said to uh-huh. you know when we were trying before I, I do think um, I do think shots will be there or thereabouts um, got some good players and as you say once you get once you get one or two back for injuries uh, yeah, that's right. they'll be at the top end of the league Aye. But a difficult league this year going because you get come on the old Renfrew who are a good side as well, Darville shots, we better mention shots since sitting there seeing the tail there. <laughs> shots and it's Colsyth even I spoke a couple of weeks ago, Gordon, we beat Colsyth five 0 and people didn't believe me but their goalkeeper was man of the match that yep. day, and, it, and that was true. And oh, I just show you how football goes. I can believe that, you know, because obviously we were in the championship last season and Kilsyth is probably the team, one of the teams I was really, really impressed yeah. with. Mm-hmm. Um, they gave us an absolute going over at their place towards the end of the season. Um, it was actually a catalyst for us to go and win our last four games to yeah, clinch promotion. Yeah. It probably gave us that wee wake-up call we needed. Mm-hmm. Um, but really good footballing team, and it's just how they react now, you know, losing losing Goldie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. But it, just, it just shows you, you know, what, what, what the difference is. And maybe, like you, uh, leaving uh, Rosville, going to Clyde Blank, Rosville have maybe dipped a wee bit. And uh, you know, will that happen to Colsyth? We we losing Goldie. We just have to wait and see, don't we? Aye, I mean, it just it, it depends depends who they go for. Yeah, you know, it, right. it depends obviously if that guy's got ideas straight away to bring players. A new manager can go. You know, people always expect that new manager bounce. Sometimes that doesn't happen. No, you know, sometimes no. it takes a wee bit of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how they do. Yeah, it would be. Um, John, um, we're going to look back at last weekend's results as well as look ahead to tomorrow's fixtures, including mm-hmm. the Macron Scottish Cup. Um, that's all coming your way shortly. But we'll have a quick break and we'll be right back after this. This is Rock Sport Radio. Just the Juniors, brought to you by Plumbase, the trade's Premier League team. Leave the winter outside with Plumbase's hottest offers in Feel the Heat brochure. Get yours at your local Plumbase branch. Have you picked up the Feel the Heat brochure from your local plum base? Get one today and take advantage of great offers, including Polypipe's Polymax 100-piece fittings bucket at £99.99. That's a 15% saving on purchasing individual pieces, and it's exclusive to plum base. The Polypipe Polymax 100-piece fittings bucket is just part of the Polypipe range available in the plum base Feel the Heat brochure. Shop online now at plumbase.co.uk or grab one from your local branch. The list of things you need to do gets longer at this time of year, whether that's for the house or in your business. So take one thing off your list right now. Your septic tank could need emptied. Let Grant Henderson Tankers empty your septic tank in the home or work, farm, factory or workshop at very competitive rates. We are septic tank specialists, experienced, safe and dedicated to environmental safety with our own licensed disposal site. Find out more at wemovesh.it or call 01698 284 987. Grant Henderson Tankers, let the experts manage your waste. Love music, live sport. Just the Juniors with Bill Kilgower and John Redmond on Rock Sport Radio. 
Welcome back. We're in conversation with Clyde Bank uh, manager Gordon Moffat. John, we were talking there uh, about um, Wisher Juniors and uh, yourselves and such like. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, we're going to look at, why don't we look at uh, player movement, management movement? There's been a bit of player movement this week. Uh, Bill, I'll just nip through it just now. Mm-hmm. Uh, down in Ayrshire on the Drust Mint Rovers, they've recently signed Peter Haggerty from Beath, who's a good signing for the Winton Rovers, who'll yep. be looking to move up the league. Athelie, they've signed Daniel Kindling for Rots and Rocks this week. Well, well, he, James he, Marks, he's he, left the club. Well, hmm. James is away. James has left the club. Dan, Dan Kindling's brother and uh, him were at St Rocks, Dan, and uh, would you cry? I can't remember his brother's Dean. name. Dean. Dean, Dean, yeah. Dean, Dean Kindling, they played with Wisher. Uh, good players. Yes. Uh, but two of them are good players. Um, Dan, Dan's uh, the winger. That's um, right. Uh, he's got a lot of talent. He can, he, can, he can be absolutely fantastic, and the other times he can be absolutely average as Hurlford United they've made a signing Mark Taylor for Finart so oh, that's a good signing that's a surely. good signing for them yep. St Rocks they see the return of fan favourite Stevie Bryson he's said he's signed back from Peters Hill mm-hmm. which should maybe strengthen him should aye. Aye, I'll come on to the, the managerial side of St Rocks in a minute or two mm-hmm. Uh, Ross Vale, Gordon's ex-club they're saying striker Fraser Malcolm from Portuguese side Estero Priaya Oh, very good, John. Eh? Where did you get that one <laughs> from? Look at my horsey. Yeah, Gavin the Brute side's true. No, I've been in there, you know. <laughs> I, I, th- I, think, I think that lad had been in training with him. I think we've already yeah, got yeah, yeah, international clearance. To, just to, to get, get him going, yeah. yeah. Aye. And finally, Fultage United, they've signed forward Robbie McCafferty from the newly junior side, Singeta. Well, midfielder Chris Patrick has completed his move to Bathgate. I heard that was on the cards. I didn't know he had completed it. Yeah, but completed. Uh, that, that's a good signing for Bathgate. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. And the management side, uh, back to St Rocks, uh, their manager Gary Flint he resigned this week, along with assistant Stevie Rankin. And the club have announced that the former party official and Celtic player Chick Charlie he'll oversee team matters for the next, well, definitely tomorrow. Uh, maybe you know, going forward until they appoint somebody. And also, as Gordon touched on, big uh, Goldie, big Kevin McGoldrick resigned his manager called Scythe to take up the assistant manager role at Stenhouse Muir. So, as always, wish him all the best from Rocksport and their new roles. Yeah, that's good. But Chick Charlie, that's. Is that a strange one? Is it for one game or is it for the uh, It's a very period? strange one, but what I was hearing is a uh, chick is doing watches and all quite oh, right. So maybe uh, he knows the set of it. I think I think the way, the way it read to me was it was maybe one game until they, you know, got things together and done applications about right, it. So right. again it'll be interesting to see where they go because obviously oh, Andy Cameron was there a long time mm-hmm. and, and Gary Flint and Stevie, you know, were his assistants. Ah, uh, good fit by guys, so oh. it'll be good to see what direction they take. Are they going to go for youth? Are they going to go for experience? I mean, that's the kind of thing Aye. you've got to say. I mean, this is all guys that has been running the circle. Are they going to go? I mean, like, for me, a good shout for me would be, be Davy Gregan back there because we managed them before, Davy, uh-huh. and a shoestring budget. What could he do Paul Kelly? And, uh, well, that's another one. Wally Parson. Aye, there's probably a few. There's the names you've mentioned there and, you know, Potentially again, mm-hmm. will there be some younger managers looking to try and get the first job? Like yourself, you know, you, you, you know, um, something like that is maybe doing a bit of coaching, maybe two years, three years down the line. What do you say yourself? You're looking to move any gun to some local already. No, I better, better not. <laughs> no, uh, no, you're right, you never know who, who's been. No, there may be some local amateur manager in about want to go to. No, that's right. I mean, look at Mark uh, Mackay at the Villa Clyde yep. since he came in for the amateurs the Saturday morning team. He's done really well, and he's, he's kept that team going, and, and really had them up there last year, and he might be strongly with me, but this year, but he'll get it together. Well, they just missed out in the last kick of the ball, so I right. didn't they, for aye. promotion, so, no. And the goal, the goal that sunk them, the ball was out the line, but it was over the line, over the byline, so, I mean, he, but he still crossed it and he scored, so he wasn't very happy at that. Who knows what's going to happen, it's a knock, but it's a good club, and they've got good foundation yeah. there, and... Andy Grant to the secretary's job. It's brilliant. That's a great move for him. Ah, of course, that's brilliant for well, him. a good move from. That side of it, maybe not a good move because he's left the managerial role, because he was doing a good job. He was but. always looking, I think you maybe know, he was always looking to move on. I mean, he, he, a couple of times I spoke to him when he was coming up to like, Wishy or Shots, he was saying, I think this will be my last year, he says, because I've got too much this, I've got too much, I'm doing the secretary's job and I'm, I'm you know. Right. But, you know. I, I, th- I think it, it's, I think I've spoken about it on here before, you know, a lot of time for Andy and mm-hmm. I, I spoke to him quite regularly when he was a rock manager and he, he kind of hinted at that as well. He, you know, he was doing a lot of things mm-hmm. and even... Even if we're out with the match day stuff, you know, a lot of the community stuff, he's, 
really doing a lot and he's he's really he's kinda of put rock in the map, taking through the has, leagues yeah. and, and so it, he'll he can sort of step back and now aye. hopefully support whoever aye. comes aye. in. Right. There is a lot of the park working on it, St. Norris great stuff getting done up there. Hats off to him that was something stuff did also that's brilliant. I mean remember when on the programme he's talking about university graduates, etc. going away that's absolutely fantastic. in terms of community stuff it's just been brilliant, let's say hopefully you know, they get they get the right person in and they can start to start to clean clean the league again. Gordon, um, <laughs> you're away to collect rovers and more in the Macron Scottish Cup. Would you say this is a potential banana skin like Darvel is? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it always is, Bill. You know, as I've said to the guys this week, you've got to prepare right for the Scottish Cup because everybody gets a lift from that yeah. day. You know, mm-hmm. it's a it's a big occasion, so. Um, I spoke, you know, after our game last week. We're certainly not taking anything for granted, you know. Doesn't it? Regardless of who we're playing, it's it's a tricky venue. Um, the running track and that. Aye, if, it, if the winds, you know, if the winds up and the rains up, it. it can be tough. Mm-hmm. Um, no few of the players have got some experience in their team, so we all need to be firing to get through. And, and, and I'm under no illusions about it. And obviously, it's on plastic as well, which you're playing on now. So that, that need, we need difference in that spec. But would you say the wind that can be a factor? Could be, I and, and let's say I'll, I'll keep going back. To it. It's a Scottish Cup. Do you know what I mean? The Carlute boys will be up for it, so we'll need to be at it. Are you at full full strength for tomorrow? No, we've, we've got quite a few quite a few things going on. Like most most teams, I think, mm-hmm. talking mm-hmm. to other managers, I think um, probably that that early season schedules killed a lot of guys in terms of injuries. And we, we spoke we, about that we, last week. We we're, we're exactly the same. Yeah. We've, we've got quite a few out, but we've got a big squad, and it's it's no an excuse. We'll need mm. to cope. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, what's your ambitions for for the club? Is it to consolidate in the league and push on next season, or are you still having hopes of maybe winning the title this year? Listen, it's a massive club, Bill. We've mm-hmm. got a, you know, there's high demands from the club, the support. I know that for being there as a player. So to say that we're going to try and hang in there, that that's not going to cut it, and it, it doesn't cut it for me as a, mm-hmm. as a manager. I want to. I want to get us as high up this league as we can, first and foremost. That's that's what we've got to do. And then we have a right good go at the Cups. And then I start to put my own stamp on it over the course of this season. And then hopefully, let's say, next season we're in a different place and, and we can give it a good go. So, he's saying all the right words there, John. That's why you go to the job. Right? <laughs> good interview, Gordon. Good interview. <laughs> and you're looking already in your bathroom staff. You've moved one of your boys for us last week. Kurt Forbes. Aye, so, you know, when I... When I took the job, uh, Gary McMenamin uh, came in me straight away, and Drew Marshall as well. And Kirk was, you know, he'd been at Rossville a long time, so we kind of had to, you know, we, we wanted to keep that relationship with Rossville, and we tried to keep it as professional as we could. Kirk stayed on for a few weeks until he got himself sorted. Right. Um, and I made it clear to, you know, the chairman at Rossville and Kirk that I wanted them to come with me as well. Um, so when, once they got their new management and team in place, that happened. So... I'm delighted to have the guys with me and you know at the end of the day it's a bit of a cliche but you're only as good as your backroom team I, I can't go and do it myself so mm-hmm. people don't see how much those three guys do for the for the club and the team so it's important and you must have trust in your backroom staff as well absolutely mm-hmm. um, and let's say Gary Matt you know as, as people know he's he's my best friend outside football so he was he was a given he'd always be with me um, Drew and Kirk, you know, I sort of built a relationship with them when I went into Rossville, Aye. and they're two guys that I trust. So it probably says all that I took them with me, you know. So having us as a four for me, it's a really strong team. Um, right then, guys, um, let's look at uh, the Scottish Cup, the Macron Scottish Cup tomorrow. We um, got through. We'll start very quickly. Um, I see that Erwin Meadow John was awarded a one nothing win against Brockhaven Hearts because they couldn't field the team. Aye, that's a bugbear of mine, Bill. Teams that put their name into the hat for the Scottish Cup, then they get a draw away from home, draw out it because they can't field it or they can't afford. We all know Scottish Cup's no cheap. No, you no. can end up anywhere across mm-hmm. Scotland, obviously. But this is happening too regular. Teams get into draw and then all of a sudden they couldn't make it. We've had Cooper Angus and years gone by. We've had Johnson Borough. Johnson Borough, Lossy Mouth. I mean, it's why do the clubs go into it if they think they're not going to be able to afford the journey or not feel the team? Aye, but Gordon, the other thing is they'll have a team for Saturday. Next well, Saturday. It, Should they not be penalised in that as well? I, for see the bo- I see both sides of it, Bill. I, I totally get where John's coming from there, but um, I also see, you know, being a manager and seeing the inner workings of clubs, you know, when I was at Rossfield, for example, last year, sometimes we couldn't take a bus, mm-hmm. even to an away game that was fairly, you know, an hour away. We, we just couldn't afford that. And, you know, 
teams that are maybe, you know, especially up in the north and are, and are doing the structure a wee bit, it's very difficult to, to go and to go and get that money together to go take a bus. Um, so I can see both sides of it and it's it's a tricky one. When, when, when we had to go in the uh, Scottish Cup away day, as long as it was more than an hour away, we always got a bus, the same as everybody else's, but I went out and tried to get a sponsor. I mean, can these guys know they're the same? Or have they tried and couldn't get one or what? Well, what I'm arguing is, is why go into the cup in the first place? Because there's a great chance you're going to go for Buckinghaven down to Meadow Park. That's the side I do a year yeah, on, John. Right, that, right. That's where you, you maybe, you're maybe looking at a budget and saying, well, if we get a dodgy draw here, we're going to struggle. <laughs> but I, it's probably a difficult thing to do before a draw to say yep. we don't want to be in the Scottish Cup. So Aye. I Aye. can sympathise. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay then, Cowan and Rangers against uh, Bridge of Dawn, I'll give you that one Gordon, um, do we rate Cowan and Rangers considering Chris Strain has been the bookies second favourite for their United job? Nonsense. <laughs> I, can, I can tell you that is ah, pure John, nonsense. Yeah but it's all over sort of media so I just uh, had to get no, it in there no, John. No. <laughs> it's uh... Well, you should not be twisted, turned a wee bit with that. <laughs> Carry on, Gordon. Sorry. No, regards to Cowan, and, um, you know, again, I know Strain, I, I speak to him now and again. I bumped into him in the summer um, when I was doing my, my B licence, and he was kind of saying he was going to go down that route in terms of, you know, maybe a younger team freshening up a wee yep, bit. Yep, it, it seems to be working really well for him so far. Um, so you've got to fancy them at home. Okay, John, what about Larg Thistle and Lincarty? Do you fancy Larg Thistle for that one? At home, yes, you have to fancy Larg Thistle. Uh, Lincarty sitting on the table in the North Super League. Uh, Arnie, players we know, well, not so many players because he lost a few players in the close season, but Larg's got to the cup final last year. Arnie himself knows what to, he's been able to tell mm-hmm. as well. Uh, <laughs> big, Gordon touched on earlier on, Scottish Cup day, when I was involved in the management team, they said, you always wake up with that feeling in your stomach, you know something's different that day. It's a it's a big challenge, and I know if his players fired up to make sure against Lancarty at home, there's no mistake. I have a big feeling you would have. There was some rumble, was like thunder. <laughs> well, okay, what about Livingston against Shots then? I'll give you that one, Gordon. Seeing as how you fancy Shots to be up there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I've, I've got to go for got to go for Shots there. I mean, I think. Again, speaking to you before, but I think John's built a good good squad there. Yeah. Um, I, mm-hmm. I think we'll have too much going up there. Mm-hmm. The other thing was, uh, last the last time they played up there, Shots in the, the Scottish Cup, and the Shots came away as 5-1 victor. So, um, but that's, that's all changed because they're sitting fourth in their league and Shots are sitting fourth in their league. So you never know. It could, it could be a wee banana skin, I would think. You know? Aye, there's always that potential, but I just... You think it's too aye, much? Aye, I, I yeah. think they'll have too much. So they are. <laughs> John, um, what about Luger Boswell and Newmarker? I don't know much about Newmarker. Newmarker, no, I've never even heard of them, Bill. Mm-hmm. I've seen them, but also heard of them. But they're, the north, they're up the north. They're right enough, enough, you know? right, but, but Luger Boswell, they're not doing too well this season themselves, but at home advantage, plus that club travelling a great distance. You always fancy home team when aye, clubs are coming down that kind distance, of distance. When, when I know the banks of the E and things like that you're, no. you're talking about. Um, what about Mary Hill then, Gordon against Forfar West End? Aye, again, pro- probably a team coming down here. And Forfar sitting, I think, th- third bottom. They've lost, um, I think they've only won one game looking at the table mm-hmm. there. So um, Mary Hill have obviously had their own problems, but yeah. for them, obviously, the troubles they had in the summer, just, it's great that they just got things together to get a team on the part, first and foremost. Aye. Um, so delighted to see that they've done that. And again, I, I fancy Mary Hill at home, home advantage. Good. John Nielsen, fourth Wanderers. That could be a sticky one for Nielsen. It could be a sticky one, but you'd expect Nielsen at home advantage and a couple of leagues of advantage over fourth day to do it. Uh, it may be a sticky start, Nielsen, this season, but they've started now picking points up. Uh, mm-hmm. Last week, good result up at Cumbernauld. Aye. Got only each drop there, so they're playing a bit of confidence now. So I think the home advantage, I would see Nielsen go through. And with the new manager at fourth, Wanderers, you know, they didn't get the kick on they expected. Maybe That's they get it in the Scottish, maybe? Well, you never know, because I say, it was a good thing to see the continuity of fourth mm-hmm. keeping Aye. the assistance and that up there. So they know the inside the club, so maybe got a wee break and it's nothing to get to a break tomorrow at Nielsen, but Brigger Lee Stadium, mm, hard to go, and maybe Nielsen are playing just now. Yep. Uh, Gordon, what about New Elgin and St Anthony's? St Anthony's are away up there. I mean, that's a naughty journey, isn't it? Camel trek, that one. Uh, uh, <laughs> Two <I>, camel treks. <laughs> it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see because, all joking aside, that the bus journey and that, you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. a killer. You know, I've, I've oh. done the journey to Elgin a couple of times, you know, and if you're not doing it the night before, it is, it generally, it's, it's difficult. That's you know, you're, you're getting there. You know, sometimes a wee bit travel sick and you've got to shake that off. So it'll be interesting to see how that one goes. 
Peter Sullivan, you mean John? Remember we had the, uh, you know, the man. Yeah, aye, Loki was in. Aye, aye. We saying that uh, the players and that just need a wee win under a belt. Could this be the wee win under their belt tomorrow? Well, they got a wee win a couple of weeks ago, and then last aye, week they took that home defeat for Glen, uh, for Gap Cairn. So I think tomorrow you'd have to back Peter Sullivan. I mean, I think Lucky and Garlow have the boys fired up uh, to make sure that there's no slip ups against New Men who are, are struggling in their division this season. Gordon Rab, Irvin, Lisk Mahego, they're away to Spay Valley United. You know, you would expect Lisk Mahego to win that one, you know, but again, it's an off journey. Aye, it's similar again. It's mm-hmm. it's a bit of a trek for them, but aye, you would, you would expect Lisk Mahego to have too much there. Mm-hmm. John, what about St. Rock's Renfrew? Well, we spoke about Chick Charlie being the, the yeah. dugout tomorrow to give them a wee boost there. Yeah, is that a big lift for them then? I think it's a big Beer lift for them, mm-hmm. uh, but in saying that, it's a good Renfrew side that's come and visiting. Uh, we've played both sides this season, and I was very impressed by Renfrew. They play a lot of good football. Mm-hmm. Uh, a team who narrowly get relegated at the Premier Division last season, and they're very unfortunate to get relegated. And the boys down there, Martin and uh, was it Colin, he, the two of them have got the, the nuclear squad, they did lose a couple, mm-hmm. but they've uh, strengthened well in the midfield and up front. So I would see Renfrew. Continue a good form and get a win at St. Rocks. Okay. Thornley Wood are playing Banks and D at home. Thornley Wood have had an up and down start this season with Jamie Nisbet in charge. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you see them maybe taking the, the, the victor there? The victory there? That's, uh, again, that's interesting because, um, like you say, Thornley Wood have had a bit of a mixed bag. Banks and D are mm-hmm. always sort of one of the better teams from up there. Yep. Uh, we, we played them a couple of years ago at home with Rossfield and we were. We were really big underdogs. Mm-hmm. Um, we beat them. We beat them at home, which was a bit of a shock, I think, at the time. Right. So it, it kind of goes to show it can be done. You know what I mean? They'll they'll be a decent side. Banks mm-hmm. they, they are a decent side. Oh, yeah. um, well organised. Aye, so be, uh, that'll be interesting, but it can be done. Do you know what I mean? The West teams always seem to have that wee bit about them that yep. they can go and test these teams. So right. rough, rough and tough. Aye, could be it. John Trin against the uh, Montrose Rose Lee at Portland Park. Well, Trin Rockers. last week. Lost their first home defeat of the season against uh, Largs very heavily by four goals to nil. And uh, speaking to Jim Kirkwood Senior during the week, the, the chairman, and mm-hmm. they're really, really going for it tomorrow. They they must win this game tomorrow because things are not going well in the league so mm-hmm. far. So it's this is a break away from the league. Hopefully, get a result against Montrose and then start building their good right, form into the league because they'll be looking for a, a run in the cup. Then they will be. In, mm-hmm. I don't know too much about Montrose, but. Years gone by, when Tros have always been a not too great aside from that neck of woods, but the advantage at home, as I say, Trun won home defeat this season, so I'll con- continue for Trun to win at home mm. tomorrow. I'll take this one. Villa Clyde against Darville. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it's a draw, John, and you'll take them down to the Darville and, and probably end up beating them one nothing down there. Thanks for your input. Moving on quickly, Bill. <laughs> uh, no, no joking aside, it'll be a difficult game. It's, I mean, it's a tight park as well. You know that the publicity that Darvel. I don't know that. I've not been there. Have you know, no, never I'd, been to Villa Clyde. No, no, oh, you're Clyde. in for a treat. Any Gordon, he's in oh, for a treat. Uh, it's it's tight. You know, is it, it in Scotland? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it, again that'll be interesting. I mean, obviously, I expect you guys don't have too much quality, but mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, you're the a scalp day. because of because of the the quality squad you have built. You know, you're a bit of scalp. So yep. the Villa boys are up for it, definitely. That's it. That's what I can see. Going every game is a cup final for Darwin in that division because people are out to take their skill. I mean, we go back to St. Rolls who hadn't scored a goal or won a game and we drew two each up there and it's Rolls that day and St. Rolls are fired up for it. And I'm sure Mark and John, I think John's missing tomorrow. I'm here on the. Nice and holiday. Uh, I think oh. him and his wife have got a wee dispute because he's, <laughs> he's missing a game. So is hearing. So. But Mark will be there holding the fort and um, we'll get a wee chat to him after the game. Oh, you've got win, to lose, chat. Win, lose, draw. Oh, well, you've got to chat well, to him after the game. Well, when when we'll talk to you. Mark, we'll talk to you if you win, OK? <laughs> of course we'll speak to him after the game, yep. <laughs> Gordon, what about Aberdeen East end against Port Glasgow? Do you fancy Port Glasgow up there? I, I again, again I do yeah. just just because just because that sort of West mentality. But again, you know you've got you've got the journey in that. But I I fancy Port to get that one done. Mm-hmm. And John, what about Aberdeen University with Dolray? You played Dolray last weekend. You we played Dolray last weekend, yes. And they'll get one or two good players. Dolray, mm-hmm. experience about them. Uh, I think they'll be going through the next round. I can see them going to Aberdeen and getting a result. And uh, I'll stop you, Gavin, going on that. 
a demented man inside the park for a while. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Some boy. We'll take a short break and we'll be right back to continue the Macron Scottish Cup ties for tomorrow. This is Rock Sport Radio. Just the Juniors. Brought to you by Plumbase, the trade's Premier League team. Leave the winter outside with Plumbase's hottest offers in Feel the Heat brochure. Get yours at your local Plumbase branch. If you were persuaded by Lloyd's or the Halifax or any other bank to move your savings into a Stocks and Shares ISA or Unit Trust, which then ended up losing money, it's time to contact Goodwin Barrett. Text GOOD to 6677. Goodwin Barrett have already helped thousands of customers recover millions of pounds. Text GOOD to 6677 now. You don't need a claims management company to make a complaint, and if unsuccessful, you can refer it free to the Financial Ombudsman. At McDonald's, you know we only use free-range eggs in our breakfasts. But how do you know you're getting free-range eggs at other places? Here's a handy guide. Does the supermarket you're in have 15 aisles just for granola? Honey granola, coconut granola, granola bars. Does their value range include things like smoked salmon, profiteroles and artichoke hearts? How much? Good. Looks like you've found somewhere that sells free-range eggs. Just like McDonald's. Served before 10.30am, except in selected restaurants which will serve this until 11am. Love music. Live sport. Just the Juniors with Bill Kilgower and John Redmond on Rock Sport Radio. Welcome back. We're in conversation with the new Clyde Bank manager, Gordon Moffat. John, we were talking about the Macron Scottish Cup fixtures for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Belsill again, Auchin Lake Talbot, but remember it's been changed to Beechwood Park. Oh, it is? Why, why is that, Bill? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe it's maybe it's something to do with maybe the size of crowd. Maybe the the, the Belsell don't have the facility. Maybe I don't know. I honestly don't that's know. But I think I think it might be something like that. That's a strange thing, giving home advantage away in a Scottish, especially going out to Auckland Lake, because it's hard enough people in Auckland Lake in your own ground without mm-hmm. having to go down there. So it must be something serious when Rob Sladen Junior and the boys are going down to Auckland Lake. But Aye. I don't know if it's a major matter whether it's been a home and away right off the way Talbot playing cup ties wow. they're hard to back against whether it be any cup they're in they're always just 100 and odd minutes a, a game Aye, they're, never they're never beat they always seem to run right to the last minute I think but Bill's just on that Bill Siller obviously going well you know, aye, yeah, that's right, league, yeah. so, oh, um, so they've got that wee mentality of winning so you know you, you never know you never know it's but very, very hard to back against Talbot in the Scottish <laughs> Cup well, did I, you see the Talbot game last week Gordon? Aye, aye, I'm impressed the, the Kelly game yeah. uh, I mean I thought I thought it were excellent uh, you know I said that to what do you mean you were watching the game and not listening to us I don't know again I'd said we were talking about it amongst our coaches you know, right. and they would be chatting you know just they just look comfortable you know just look comfortable in that environment it's far too much for them in terms of physicality and um, Kelly looked to be a bit shell shocked. Yeah. Um, just but it's no surprise. It's no surprise for MD over here. No, you know. no, because we know what we're talking like a light. Aye. And even Barry Ferguson, he was at the game, so it obviously couldn't take much away from that, did it? Mm. Yeah. No, I didn't. But what the next round to home to Cove? That's a difficult one. Oh, but they've already been up there. We know this, last I, season. I, I think they're different. Cove side this is season. It, though, it, yeah. I think. I, I think uh, obviously Cove are a different kettle of fish yeah. now in terms of you know the investment they've put in and the management they've got there. And, but again. Talbot on their own patch you're <laughs> back against them uh, yeah, well that's true well, they've done it United last season there's a couple of difference I probably that's that's so in the day so in the day um, what about Gordon what about Ardier Thistle against Rutherglen again Cairn um, again tough to go with uh, Rutherglen as a Premier League team there I know that we played them a couple of weeks ago um, and quite a few bodies out quite, quite again going back to thing that's a lot of managers are dealing with but Again, still, they still had a quality team at that day, and I think they'll have, they'll have too much there. for them. Ardrossan went in overs against Albion Rovers, John, before you start. Albion Rovers? Uh, no, Albion Rovers. <laughs> Royal Albert. Yeah. Royal Albert uh, on Twitter is saying this is round two because he played them last season at the same <laughs> same round. Ah, and how did it go? <laughs> at Royal Albert, and they get beat, I think it was 4-1 or something, or 4-2. Right. Um, so they're obviously up, going to be up for it with a new management team in place. They are. But... Uh, both teams know each other well, not just because of last year, but they're in the same division this mm-hmm. season as well. And so they've known each other, but I just fancy Stevie Wilson's adjustment rovers just to, to see them out and get mm-hmm. through the next loon because they're new, so they're on a new signing they've brought in for Beath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think it'll be cup tied. No. I don't think Beath played in the first round, I'm pretty sure. No, but. don't know. But anyway. No, they didn't. Did, did the Beath? I can't remember. Not sure. Uh, Atherley against Beath then, um, Gordon. That's a good tie, obviously. Um, <laughs> two big junior names uh, 
I think Arthley were obviously up there last year, you know, when we were we were going for promotion, they were one of the teams going and they may, maybe had a wee bit of stuttering start and you know, we needed maybe some of the performances when they weren't they quite there, but again at home, going to Dunley t- difficult venue. Yeah. Um Beat have obviously got stacks of quality, you know, Johnny oh, Miller's built a good squad. Mm-hmm. Um middle to front, very dangerous. So I would expect Beef to to edge it, but you know, we're gonna be surprised if it was a wee turn up. Yeah. Again, it's a tight park, isn't yeah. it? And it's got that wee slope on it as well. And you know, and on the day if it's been raining at all, the park's getting greasy. You know, there's all the kind of things. I mean, that could be a left ladder, could it? No, John, uh, it could be a tight game. That one, I would good to see. But Johnny Miller's good players, and I thought just now in the league that they went to Craig Martin last week and got a heavy defeat down there. Mm. And things are not going well for Sinky just now. I think he's getting a bit of abuse from the sidelines. and Good at time for them to turn around about, but, well, uh, but right. B juniors are always there and thereabouts at the the prize given with the yeah, Scottish Cup, so it'd be hard to back against them. Blantyre, John against Bjorkirk, you've got to go for Blantyre there, wouldn't you? Uh, two good sides this season. We played uh, John Gibson's Blantyre in a midweek game, second game of the season, and we did beat them. But I was very impressed by the way he's got his team set up. They, mm. I was I was going to add to that as well. It, you know, John has he's, he's just quietly went about his business mm-hmm. the last couple of right, years, yeah, and, he, and he's built a he's built yeah. a good squad. And I think they're raising a wee eyebrow, I think, in the championship this year. But mm-hmm. again, no really that much a surprise to me because I'd seen what you know the squad he was building. Yeah. They're decent. No, they're definitely decent. But uh, Keith Muirhead as well, Muirkirk, they've had a few good results this season. But I would just have to fancy John Gibson's Blantyre's Gordon White. says that they're a decent side, and he's built. A, they, know, they play for each other Aye. and Aye. what they do is they've got pace up front and they can hurt defences they get into the back of defences and you know, blunt out for me OK then John um, Campus Lang Rangers against Hart Hill Royal you would fancy Campus Lang Rangers but again they've not been playing very well at all and Alan Patterson um, he's been struggling with injuries like every other team but I just don't know about Hart Hill at all I don't know what they're like I've not seen them this season so I just don't know Gordon Aye, aye, Hart Hill button on quantity me as well. Campbell's lying at home again. We talk about venues in Scottish Cup, that's important. Um, difficult one. Um, like I say, they've had a bit of a mixed bag. Campbell's lying in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I'd, you know, I'd probably go for Campbell's lying. Okay. Um, John, we'll go to your old team, Craig Mark, against Colesyth Rangers. Um, I think maybe they'll struggle a wee bit against Colesyth. I would never back against Craig Mark doing it in Station Park, Bill, because no. it's, it's a difficult place to go. And Athlete found out last week, can Colesyth go in there without a manager? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I might be sneaky surprise Craig Mark might be just win that game tomorrow. Oh. Mm-hmm, I do. Oh. I might like just be the team to turn the oh, Well, and, Right, OK then. I'll uh, go to you, Gordon. Uh, Cumberland United, Hurlford. That's a cracker, is it, no? Aye, it is a good game, Matt. Um, two teams are no well. Uh, Cumberland... Obviously, very very close with us to going up last year. Let's say we just picked them in the end, but I was mm-hmm. I was really impressed with them. Good footballing team. Um, and he's got got a great squad there as well. Aye, a lot of good quality players, and and we had two good games against them last year. Uh, Huddleford again, we we played them last year in the Scottish. Took them a replay down there. Uh, picked us four three. Mm-hmm. So. Um, two good teams. It's, it's a game you'd probably actually want to go and watch. watch. It's a difficult one to call. Mm-hmm. OK, John Cumlick against Rosvale, Gordon's old team. Well, this is a game that both managers were desperate to win. Uh, David Gormley taking over only second game in charge, Rosvale, uh, against a Cumlick side who are struggling at home just now. Paul Burns is Cumlick are strong, but... But I keep asking week in, week out, I mean, is Paul under real pressure or yeah. is he getting a wee bit of leeway because he's a fan's favourite? I think he'll get a leeway in it. I think he'll turn it around a bit. I think with Paul's situation, he's so good a player. It can't leave salute the team, and you can't play it and manage. No. I don't think. Would you like it's, you? it's a difficult thing to do. Like you said, um, Paul's been a quality player and played levels above mm-hmm. where we're at, and it, mm-hmm. it must be tempting for him to because he's watching games and thinking I can influence that. So I totally, I totally get that. Mm-hmm. But um, it wouldn't be for me. It's just mm-hmm. very, very difficult to do. Um, it's interesting that game. You know, we were down there with Rossfield first game of the season, um, but a baptism of fire in the mm-hmm. Premier League, and which maybe came too soon for us, but. It, it, it might depend on who Rossfield have got at their disposal tomorrow. They've had a lot of guys out, and right. um, you know, hopefully, we've got one or two back for that and make it a good game. Aye. Aye. Gordon, what about a Devon side against Ben Burma? Again, Ben Burb, uh, Paul Leverin's got them organised, they're a fit team, they're physical, and let's say we when we played them with Rossfield, we always toiled against them. Um, 
just just probably the, their style. And mm-hmm. you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Lovers got them playing really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know last week I think, I think they were down at coming up Ben Burn four 0 down um at half time mm-hmm. and lovers get some back in the game and that, that speaks volumes. They, they ended up they got beaten then but they've got that they've got that bit of dig about them and Aye. I'd fancy them up there. Okay, we'll be right back in with more Scottish Cup ties tomorrow. Uh, for tomorrow, this is Rock Sport Radio. Just the juniors, brought to you by Plumbase, the trade's Premier League team. Leave the winter outside with Plumbase's hottest offers in Feel the Heat brochure. Get yours at your local Plumbase branch. Motorpoint, we put the super into car supermarket. We're here to save the day with a choice of over 7,000 low mileage, nearly new cars. Find your next car in a flash with our lightning fast service and same day drive away. Plus, with Motorpoint's price pledge, if you find the same car for less, we'll match the price and give you a £50 Amazon voucher. Visit Motorpoint Glasgow today, just two minutes from junction three of the M74. T's and C's apply. See website for details. Breathe in. And out. Every day, you take 20,000 breaths, potentially exposing yourself to harmful particles of pollution. According to the Royal College of Physicians, air pollution contributes to around 1 in 20 deaths in the UK. But at E.ON, we believe it's time to do something about it. We've committed to installing ultra-fast electric vehicle charge points. We offer solar panels and batteries that collect and store energy. And we've helped a city-wide transport operator introduce a large fleet of emission-free electric buses. It's time to clear the air. Search E.ON Clean Air. Love music. Live sport. Just the Juniors with Bill Kilgour and John Redmond on Rock Sport Radio. Welcome back. We're in conversation with Clyde Bank's new manager, Gordon Moffat, and we're talking about the Scottish Juniors Cup tomorrow. John, before the break, I was going to ask you about Dundee Downfield against Greenock. Now, Dundee Downfield are one of the teams that's been up and down the past few seasons mm-hmm. and such like. And, and Greenock, um, they've just come on to you again now, haven't they? Greenock are starting doing well this season. The two boys, Tommy and Sean, were in here to interview them. Yep. And they spoke very sensible about what their ambitions is this season. Mm-hmm. And the third on what they're doing, I'm quite sure they've had indeed downfield watched a couple of times. And also, they're going up there next, uh, tomorrow after beating their local rivals, Port Glasgow, 4 3 last week in the league. So they're going to be a bit of confidence. And I think the, the, about a happy green up bus way back down. I think about a few sing songs and that, that <laughs> bus way back down. Just uh, that, that was a Friday night game last week, the, <laughs> That's right. the green up port game. And, I don't know if you saw the, the boys' free kick for Greenock, but uh, oh, Boy McLaughlin. Oh, beauty. Oh, beauty. Good right. side, Greenock, I've seen. Good side, yeah. They're starting to play for it, by the way. They started, they weren't very. They, they were up and down a wee bit, but they're starting to get it together. Gordon, I'm going to say you fall to United in Carnoustie Panmure. Through Nice, that's going to be a cracker again. Uh, that, that will be as, as a cracker. Um, and before you go, the, 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 the gate that they, they have uh, tomorrow, um, after all the. the the, f- the fees off, and um, both teams have agreed they're going to put it to the charity on back on side the mental charity. So that's uh, a brilliant gesture. Oh, I was gesture. I was going to, I was going to mention that because mm-hmm. it, we had a when I was with Rossville we had a link me back on side uh, as well, yeah. um, and I'd saw that for the week. You know, it's it's great that both clubs have agreed to do that. Um, you know, because because we had the link with Rossville, I got to know Libby that runs it quite yep. well, and, uh-huh. and the work she's doing is fantastic. Uh-huh. Um, really, really affecting all, you know a lot of people's lives for the better. So. Um, aye, that's brilliant. On on the game, it's a, it's a difficult one to call. Maybe full house with home advantage, but they had a sore one last oh, week. They so. was it six nothing or something? Aye, but you know they're still top. You know so right. they've had a great start to the season. Maybe maybe just a freak day. You know so maybe still go with full house with home advantage. Big JC will be looking for a, uh, a reaction tomorrow. Then wouldn't he? That's it, and it, it, that result last week could maybe work in their favour again. Going back to that. I'm harping on about it, but it's a Scottish Cup beat, and you, you're off the back of a sore one. Right. You, you'll maybe get that reaction. Right, yep. John Forrest again, uh, Forrest against Pollock. Well, we'd have to back Pollock in their current form, sitting there. Probably you even top, get up there? Uh, sitting top of the division, I'm playing with confidence. I mean, the, <laughs> I've got two defeats out of ten in the first half Premier Division, mm-hmm. and you're talking about good clubs I've played in there. I think they're up there. I'm going to take Pollock to up there and go up there. Yep. Oh, well, okay then. Here's a cracker as well, Gordon. Gat Cairn against Lanark United. Uh, Lanark United have been storming the last season and this season so far. Aye, uh, that was one. That was one that jumped out at me when I saw the draw yeah. as well. It's uh, an interesting tie. You know, again on on Astro. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Garky on a good side, but sure, Lanark, you yeah. know, that so the fact that, you know, one division above it, it, that to me it kinda cancels itself out there. That'll be a good game. Right. Um both of them have got quality in their squad, so Brinchester will be very tight, I think. Jamie McKenzie, Garky, and he's got his team playing football. Colin Slayer at Lanark, he's got his team playing football. So Aye. I think it'll be a hard one to call though. Aye, it is. Uh, it's hard to, it's hard to split them. It could, um, so you sat in the fence? I'm sitting in the fence. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. John, what about Garvin against Tayport now? I know Tayport, I don't think they've won a game, have they? This uh, season. Emery can beat Tayport in the cup. I mean, that kind of team out there won 5 0 against Tayport a couple of years. Roseville, I think you call this team or something. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought it was a great result to you that day, John, because Tayport were a good side that time. I mean, that, that, that day, John, it was, um, again, that was an interesting one because. We're going to Tayport, Tayport, big name, mm-hmm. big name in junior football, and we were kind of. I read a lot of things were getting written off, and you know, so I kind of relayed that to the boys, and Good. it was almost when we arrived there was that sort of feel about the place that mm-hmm. we were there just to get beat and you know get a pat on the back and go down the road for being a nice wee team, and and I think that got the boys back up a wee bit, and we we're three 0 up after about <laughs> eleven minutes. It, some of the best football I've seen in my whole two years <laughs> in that first twenty minutes just blew them away. So is it is it one of the things that the paper clip and the manager, the opposition manager, said this about your team, so you pin it up in the wall? Uh, I mean, no, nah, there was no, there was nothing overly disrespectful, Bill. It was yeah. just a few wee things I read, and I thought. Everybody's just taking that for granted that it's Tayport and it's, right. it's Rossfield or a new team and maybe no happens. So and the bookies odds reflected that as well. So aye, so we just we went up there and just played our game and, and the boys were excellent, mm-hmm. they deserve it. And Gervin now didn't have a game last week, their game was off, so they'll be fresh. So aye. I would take Gervin the home advantage with Tayport and to come down the Okay then. Oh. Gordon, what about Glasgow Persian and Brody Athletic? See, keep it keep apart. It's a tough game. It's well, a tough aye, that's to exactly what I'm gonna say. It's uh, Again, for the Brody boys, I, I doubt they've probably been there before. And, uh, <laughs> well, maybe no. They'll probably roll up and, and be thinking, geez, right, <laughs> how are we going to deal with this? I just think Perser on their own parts are very, very hard to crack. Of course they are. Especially right. for a team who doesn't know doesn't know what they're going into. So I'd, I'd maybe go for Perser just mm. for that reason. John, that part, have you, you've been to that part? I've been there, yeah. Some part, <laughs> isn't it? But I'll tell you, they, they get results and, and that's what it's all about, isn't that's it? Right. That's right. John, what about Glen Afton against West Calder? You've got to fancy Southie for that one. You've got to fancy Southie. I mean, look at West Calder's league position. Played 8, won 0, drawn 0, lost 8, points 0, obviously. Mm. Uh, <laughs> heading down to Newcomer. I've got that journey as well down yeah. there. Aye. Uh, Southie. Glen Afton's always got a good cup side, a good mm-hmm. cup yeah. run, even in a struggling in the mm-hmm. league, which they're not really doing that just now either, but I think Glen Afton always go to him in the latter stages of the Junior Cup, and I don't see any difference this season if the draws keep, so I don't see West Calder stopping that. Right, OK progress. then. Hull Russell against Lockheed United, who were semi-finalists two years in a row, Gordon? Uh, aye, good side. Ago. Good aye. side. Um, aye, it's... And they've started well this season. Ah, it's day. lucky all day long there for mm. me. Aye. John, Edwin Vicks against Killer Rovers. This is two ex players I had when I was at Troon. Uh, Brian McClockie managing Edwin Vicks and me, Paddy Clare, and Killer Rovers. Uh, be interesting to see who wins this one, but I'd take Edwin Vicks at home in Victoria Park because Killer Rovers are struggling this season so far. Paddy oh, hasn't got it right, so Edwin Vicks for me, Bill. Johnson Borough against Armadale, uh, Gordon? Uh, again, Johnston Borough at home. I think they've won every game. And, but know. we, Derek Strickland, will have Armadale so tightly, you know, a tight, uh, well organised, well marshalled, etc. I mean, you're right, maybe Johnston Borough at home, but you know, it's one of the kind of games, though. No, no, definitely. I, I was just going to say, you know, Johnston Borough at home in the league, they've won every game. I think they've, con- well, they've conceded four goals. Do you know what I mean? So it shows that they're well organised in themselves. It'll mm-hmm. be, again, tricky one, but I'd probably go for Borough based on their current record. Okay. John, I left the last one for you. Coburnie oh, Lads side against Ville Leaven. Uh, Your favourite my club. My favourite club, Coburnie. And uh, <laughs> another club that's got tradition in the Scottish Cup, having won it in 1977, I think it was, they won it. Uh, they keep nine years. Coburnie Lads side for me, I don't see them getting beat at Valefield Park tomorrow. You don't? No, oh, don't. well, no. So he, he oh, my Coburnie scarf on tomorrow night. <laughs> what, celebrating. Even, even, even with Darvel, you have your Darvel scarf on and other sides, Coburnie. Uh, just, just turn half, my scarf on about <laughs> Well, there goes the final whistle in this show. My thanks to Gordon for coming in tonight. Gordon, thanks very much. Much appreciated. Oh, all the best tomorrow me. and the rest of the season. I hope it all works out for you. John, for you, great input as well. Big man, thanks very much for that. Thanks and to well. our listeners, thanks very much for listening. Up next is First Play Friday with um, Michael Lenny. Stay tuned for that one. Love music. Live sport. Just the Genius with Bill Kilgower and John Redmond on Rock Sport Radio.